today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, uh, interesting comments coming out of, uh, I guess, liberal camps. The leader of the Ontario PC party, is he at war with his own party? Some uh, controversial nomination meetings, writing associations, executives quitting. uh, And and it appears, no, it doesn't. Someone is trying to say, or maybe there is, uh, some sort of uh, disruption within the party ranks of the Conservative Party. Let's bring in Christo Avalis, Social Sciences and, Human- and Humanities Research Council, postdoctoral fellow in history, University of Toronto, with us now. Christo, good afternoon. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having me. So what are your thoughts on all this? Is there trouble in the PC party, or is this just opposition poking with a stick? Well, you know... It- Often it's both. I mean, I think that obviously the opposition has a as a motive and a and a benefit to, to to making it look like the conservatives have issues of discord. But you know, at least since uh, Sam Oosterhof won his uh, his the nomination, uh, you know, in Southern Ontario, um, there's kind of been signs of disunity. I think one of the things that that Patrick Brown tried to do uh, in selling himself as the as the person to lead, but also as in his leadership is to try to portray to Ontarians that, you know, he's not a, a hardcore social conservative, that he's going to bring fiscal responsibility to the province, but that he's not going to, you know, attack uh, GLBT kids in schools and, 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 and attack women's rights and, and, and put, you know, God back in school or any kind of fear, baseless or not, um, he was trying to dissuade all of that. Right. And when someone like Oosterhof, you know, defeats one of his allies um, in the nomination there, and then handily wins the seat because it's a strong conservative riding, it instantly created this tension where you have this young man who has, you know, traditional Christian views on, on, on things like gay marriage and uh, abortion and whatnot, um, that the party might well not want to fully divest themselves of, but they don't want to be in the public eye. And that created a problem. And this is with, with other things, with, you know, uh, accusations of riding association, uh, you know, nominations being tilted in one way or the other, favoritism, all of that. The Liberal Party... How can you really say too much about favoritism, though, when you just made the point about uh, Oosterhof? No, no, certainly. Yeah. But... Again, accusations don't have to be true. Yeah, right? not very true. You yeah. Know, yeah. So, so how much point. of this, how much is this, I guess my point here, Christo, is how much of this is, you know, uh, a distraction from the opposition as opposed to uh, real issues within the party? And I guess, the, you know, one of the reasons we can speculate like this is because there really hasn't been much said by them. So uh, maybe a, a second part to this is how long can they go? Uh, we're still a few, obviously, uh, several months away from the next election. At what point do they start loading up and, uh, you know, Patrick uh, Brown goes from Patrick Beige to Patrick Brown? Well, you know, I think right now, they're not going to be too hurt by any of this. This is, you know, this could could hurt them in the sense that if, if local activists feel like the process isn't fair or the party isn't listening to them, that could hurt them come election time, both in terms of raising money, but also in getting the kind of people who are going to knock on the doors and answer the phones and, and all of that. But I don't think the average voter is paying attention to this right now. I mean, the, the whole issue with, with Glenn Tebow's seat up in Sudbury, most people didn't care about that until it went to court. And, and none of these conservative, you know, accusations of, of riding inappropriateness 
have gone to a legal trial yet. So I think in that sense, they're fine. I think his, his, his biggest challenge is, is maybe less on these accusations, but more again on, on trying to convince that kind of swing voter in a place like Toronto or in a place here like Kingston, for instance, that, look, I can vote for the Conservatives, they'll cut my taxes, you know, they'll you know, make, make life a little bit more unequal, but maybe a little bit more meritorious in the province. But they won't attack people because they're gay or because they're Muslim or because they're black, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he has to kind of really um, keep that going. But, again, he can't fully alienate the kind of person who maybe holds those views because those people, if not the, the amount of votes they'll need, those are the people who, you know, donate the money and donate their time. And that's essential in winning, in winning an election. You really need the, 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 the base to be there for you. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.